I know, you know on podcasts when you're like, can you just not say all the shit because it's boring? I'm like, oh, you actually have to say the shit? Yeah. We just got a really good gulp of you then. A gulp of you? Oh, did you? <laughs> I'm drinking you up. gulping. Welcome to Dating My Mates, a podcast with me, Katrina E. Lawrence, a podcast where I fire my arsenal of questions, usually reserved for poor, unwitting dates, at one of my mates. And this week, I am joined by my mate, Dorothy. Hello. Hi. I've never you? called you Dorothy before, ever. <laughs> never. That really freaked me out a little bit. It's yeah. weird, isn't it? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I always call you Doz. Mm-hmm. The Dozatron that just comes mm-hmm. out on special occasions, and D. Yeah, I'm a woman of many names. You are, you are. How the bloody hell are you? I'm really good. Yeah, really, really good. How are you? Yeah, good. You look amazing, like amazing, amazing. Thank you. I had some time. I, I didn't because <laughs> guess what, everyone? I was having technical issues again. Mm-hmm. Um, as were you though, which made me feel better about myself. Oh yeah. But we're here. I was going to say, how's your day been? But I may as well just get stuck straight in with my first question that I've started asking people because stick it in. You know how much I bloody love a dating app and winding people up mm-hmm. on them. Um, and mm-hmm. if I'm really desperate, like if they if their profile has nothing to go on on there. I will copy and paste this question. And that is, what's been your highlight and your low light of your day thus far? Oh, wow. Um, well, to be honest, it feels like my day's just started. Um, it is the afternoon and yet. So I would say <laughs> highlight so far is seeing your lovely face because it's been oh. so long. Um, when was Lola... the last time? Because I actually haven't seen you, seen you, even though we talk all the time. No. I've just remembered the last it time is, I saw actually. you because it was after we'd yeah. had a tiff, and I okay. had to come round to your house and sheepishly pick up the print. Oh my god! The giant yeah. print of my asshole that you were keeping in your loft for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the last oh my time gosh. I saw and, you. Um, Handy me my I arsehole. just had a big Barney with uh, with Phoebes when you arrived. <laughs> Obviously, you wouldn't have known that. But I literally had planned to actually speak, but I was just in such a foul mood because of oh the beams God. thing. I literally was just like, yeah. It was, yeah. it's far funnier on reflection, just the silent mm-hmm. passing over of the arsehole and then me just the giant asshole, yeah. getting into my other friend's car, <laughs> like, ta-ta. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah so that was the last time. Yeah, that's mad. Wow. But yeah, I can't wait to see you again. Well, I'm nearer to you, but now everywhere's in lockdown, obviously. Our yeah, meeting what's... is on the horizon. Absolutely. What's so? What's been your high? Oh, oh me. <laughs> high is you. Yeah. Um, low light. Oh, probably doing my makeup, which I haven't done in forever because I have this really thrilling adult acne going on, which I'm hoping mm. you can't see through the magic of camera, but um. It's driving me crazy. I had the best skin as a teenager. Mm. And now I'm in my like late 20s. I've got that glorious combination of teenage skin, but grey hair. And you know more uh, about skin than anyone. Yeah. And yet, um, here we are. So very hand on hand and grey hair, worlds, But not, yeah. Mm. They're, both, they're both very in at the moment, though. Like the sort of accounts that we... Yeah, <laughs> honestly, it's like... But what's really annoying about it is it's all these skinny, gorgeous, six foot tall models that are just perfect to society standards. And then they're the ones with the bare faces being like, oh, acne. And it's like, mm. oh, to be fair, I have seen that. Yeah. People that are like stunning in every possible way. And yeah, OK, they have a bit of a flare up, mm. but they're acting like their bravery is. Yeah. Um, and it's like an accessory. Yeah. I'm like uh-huh. you. I'm honestly, I'm really, really, really humble. Well, that's, I mean, <sighs> That's not that bad of a low, is it really? Honestly, it's really not. Today's the great day. Compared to genocide and stuff, it's, yeah. True that. I actually had, I actually had a highlight that was also a low light today. Oh, go on. My mum loves to move things around the house, clear stuff, tidy, and she doesn't doesn't matter where that is and she basically knocked on my bedroom door earlier came round but before she came round the door a little thing of lube came round the door and she was just like <laughs> is this yours it's like yeah yeah 
yeah thanks that's cheers man cheers 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 wow. just laughed just laughed and walked away but I'm like how did the lube get from my drawer last Christmas into the bathroom drawer I mean mm. that's my question mm-hmm. 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 so that was uh that was an interesting one but you are so yeah so you're in a relationship you've been in a relationship for years and years haven't you yeah, a real long time. Um, I mean, if you ask her, it's seven years. If you ask mm-hmm. me, it's eight. Um, but around that mark, yeah. Long Amazing. Time. And I lived with you guys for a bit and it was such oh, it was so nice, wasn't it? It was such a good time. Honestly, we loved it. Like it was so nice. Phoebe still speaks about it in the most like warm, fun terms. Like oh. it was just so nice. I could never imagine having somebody stay with us as a couple mm-hmm. and it working, but we loved having you yeah hey I am way better as a third wheel than I was as a partner in a relationship way better what do you look for in someone so I mean I have really low self-esteem so them <laughs> sure. finding me attractive is important yeah, yeah, yeah. um and verbalizing that even in the tiniest of ways I mean mm. even is, a that, glance is that your sometimes. love language words of affirmation mm, I think maybe yeah like I think it's um things being verbalized that tell me that they think I'm fit that I would never have thought of like it's still obviously like you say I've been in a relationship a very long time but um so I have to really think back but um I remember once a guy that I saw for a little while um commenting on how sexy it had been the way I kept like licking my teeth and my lips and <laughs> yeah. how much it made him want to sleep with me and I was like oh hun I literally had lipstick on my teeth like <laughs> oh that was just like lick 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 um and he thought that was just like oh, come on yeah that's it that is it um obviously gotta be funny mm. um I mean usually stupider than me because it'll make me feel smarter <laughs> yeah um so I mean I mean, you've got to hold your own in a conversation but I don't want you to make me feel small and stupid no, so God, no. you've got to be a bit stupid or be um, really really smart but smart enough to know when to shut the fuck up and make me think that I'm smarter than you fortunately I don't think I've ever dated anyone like that but no. that sounds delightful um what else mm. I mean I don't know with um with boys I tended to always go for really really skinny boys just like yeah it just happened Mm. which I would never have imagined I remember like as a young teenager kind of being like on the trivia side and just thinking like oh skinny boys would never like me and then yeah I've ended up being with boys that I just remember holding their waist and being like there's nothing there I could break you do you think mm-hmm. that's part of the... Not feel like a twig. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> you're a man, like but you're not that too intimidating because mm-hmm. I could just blow you over. Yeah, yeah. I could take you, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. What's your biggest turn-off in someone? Oh, biggest turn-off. Um, I mean, I think, I mean, this is probably really boring, but, like, rudeness. Yeah. Um, Like, I've... Like, I can only think of it in terms of people I've known already and then I've experienced it with them not people I've just met but if somebody I just met did this it'd be a massive turn off mm. and you know people that will like be really rude to waiters <gasps> or be really impatient yeah um, but me and you met just, like, when we were people. working in the shop so we know yeah. how like customer facing jobs people are fucking awful like really really really, really 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 yeah. shitty yeah 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 mm-hmm. no and sometimes the nicer you are the more shitty they are so yeah, yeah people that behave like that mm-hmm. absolutely not I don't care how thin you are and how much you tell me that you like my teeth looking I'm not buying it <laughs> is there any animals that just like go around licking their teeth I feel like that should be a thing in the animal kingdom yeah, I'm sure there will be. Maybe like an anteater, because it has that really long tongue. Well, yeah, an but... anteater does do that. I... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, anteaters are quite sexy, so that does make sense. Mm. I mean, phallic. No, I've had that with an ex before, where he just... And we've been together a little bit, and then he just mentioned something. He's like, I just love it when you... He was like, I love your concentration face. And I thought I was a proper oh, gormo yeah. when I concentrate really hard which is a lot of the time on things he said you do like a little pout I was like, oh. but it is that it's almost that <laughs> quiet you've appreciated this but not it, I don't know there's something about it it's like being admired from afar but close up like you don't realize they're doing it but they're yeah. like slowly obsessing over the little things that you don't even know about yourself yeah not as creepy as being watched or stalked it's got, no, it's no. got a tinge of sexiness to it. I guess it's because you <laughs> 
It's got to have romance. Yeah, I guess it's because you trust them. Yeah. I mean, that that's lovely. On the other side of the coin, you could be in a long relationship like I am. And mm. um, the other day, Phoebe commented on, I was, asked me if I was all right. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Why? And she was like, what were you doing? And I was like, just, just thinking about something. And she was like, well, you were gurning. You were really gurning. <laughs> Um, and apparently I was just, I thought I was just watching this movie and just chilling. And I was like grinding them teeth. Um, <laughs> Did she just throw so, some glow sticks at you and put on some like 90s house tunes? That's it. Everybody in the place, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first on the podcast having someone lying down doing the interview. I fucking love that. <laughs> it's like a therapy session. <laughs> you lying on the couch like on your back. Like- it all started with my father. <laughs> Isn't it always? <laughs> oh, God. Girl, you want me to hold you? <laughs> Speaking of music, what's your funeral song? Mm-hmm. And funeral I knew, song. I've not asked everyone this because I forget to ask all my questions. Um, but I knew <laughs> that you were someone that I absolutely fucking had to ask this question to because you and I are as obsessed with music as one another. That's the, that. I'd yeah, say that's the yeah. main basis of our relationship is music isn't it yeah definitely um I mean once we put out the drinking it was 100% music so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry um <laughs> it's quite all right <laughs> um yeah I I mean I just found this question too hard so I'm just gonna have to not yet but I've thought about it and mm. I think I will do this afternoon that's gonna be something for me to do but um one that I've been listening to a lot at the minute um I've been getting back into the Smiths and mm. um, I think I Know It's Over would probably be a really good one Yeah. Um, to make everyone cry real hard. Mm. Um, That's what you want at a funeral, isn't it? You want the oh, yeah, sobbing. I, don't want, so, I want other people to drown in the tears. So everyone at the funeral dies because they're all drowning in their own tears. It's, yeah, it's like a Jonestown massacre vibe. That's exactly what I want for my funeral. Absolutely. What's like, do you remember that episode of Desperate Housewives when they were all going around to different people's houses for this meal and they were all making a different thing? I want that, but funerals. Mm. So every yeah. time we get to another funeral, everyone cries so much that somebody dies and they have to go to the next funeral. That's how sad yes. I want people to be, is a chain reaction yes. at yeah. funerals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And have mm. chain reaction playing at the last one. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And then you can have a party, but it's only yeah. one of you left. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah party for one and then they'll be so sad because <laughs> none of their friends are left and then they'll just kill themselves anyway but after a uh-huh. fabulous spread buffet uh, first yes what yes. would be what would spread be your finger food at a buffet for, um, for a death a death buffet so we're, we're going to a death buffet. buffet okay so we'd have cold boiled eggs yeah um that Me and you both had in, like, a massive obsession with them when i was living with you do you remember oh, i fucking love a boiled egg yeah. i really do oh i just love eggs like phoebe always compares me to the egg lady in uh, pink flamingos because <laughs> it just i just am and then the episode of um of rupaul when they do a john waters episode and yes. Trixie mattel is yes. there as as babs and um who is it oh ginger minge is the egg lady and singing that song egg 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 all i want is eggs that's me every time i'm in the kitchen 100% um Personal but i feel like tune. that's it and i feel like not everybody is as into eggs as you and i so at my funeral i can just give them no choice so we'll have scrambled eggs and we'll have boiled eggs and poached eggs and uh what's the fancy one eggs benedict mm-hmm. and um, the other one that i never eat that's the one that's yeah, yeah yeah um would you eggs? have the chicken dance at your wedding well you're not chicken, gonna no you're not gonna get married though are you i don't know we discuss it a lot you know and we've got i've got lots of plans for the wedding have you yeah i've not told you this um so here's the plan small yeah. wedding big party yeah basically just an excuse for a piss off and a dance off um piss off piss off, piss off. <laughs> <laughs> can everyone um, just piss off as soon as they arrive <laughs> 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 what a way to start a wedding um but yeah so i want to get married in um a red trouser suit um, of course you do correct yeah. answer um i have not decided on the shoes yet but that's what i want to get married in phoebe mm-hmm. wants to wear a suit as well um but i know she'd probably wear docks i'm not sure what shoes i would wear but after the ceremony mm-hmm. uh, by the way i was inspired of the the red suit because that's what my dad wore when he got married to my sister's mum and I will Shut show you some pictures. Oh, are you being serious? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, legit. incredible. 
For you though, Thanks, I have yeah, this hair bleach blonde. Oh my god, you should go bleach blonde hair as well because your bleach blonde hair looks sick. Yeah, you look so fucking good. I with do your love being a blonde. Hair. You yeah. um, I, I'm envisioning for you though some kind of like a velvet, like a red velvet. So the suit isn't going to be velvet, oh. but after the ceremony, mm-hmm. Phoebe and I will get changed into matching uh velour yes. juicy couture yes! tracksuits. With Mrs. Diamantes. and Mrs. on the ass. Yay! Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Because um, I've gotta wait. be I've gotta be comfy for all the dancing that I'm gonna be doing. Absolutely. Um and when I mentioned this to my mum, she was literally just like, Oh, <laughs> I don't have to wear one, do I? I was like, No, they're just for me and Phoebes. Um and once I told her that, she was like, Okay, cool, whatever. Down with it. And, What's um, your wedding song? I, what would your first dance be? Well, I think it would probably be Fine Shrine by Purity Ring mm. or uh, you and me by Penny and the Quarters. Oh, both excellent. Yeah, because they're both kind of. We both kind of consider those our songs. Or maybe we definitely also have. Um, oh, what's that Grimes one? See you on a dark night. What's that? What's it called? Uh, Oblivion. Oblivion. Yeah. Um, because well, as you know, we broke up for like I say, I say nine months. She says a year. We're um, on a break. In our relationship. <laughs> Very that. Yeah. Um, but we got back together after a Grimes gig. So I think we'd have to have Grimes in there somewhere. Um, oh, that's nice. Yeah. And um, my mum's going to give me away, which she's buzzing about. And Phoebe is going to have our mate Kez as her best man and her mate Eden as her maid of dishonour. Love this. Or maid of horror. I can't believe what, remember what she said. Hmm. But, um, but we're, we're not engaged. We're not bloody engaged. She's <laughs> asked me to look at rings like you, 20 times. Really? You've had a while to plan it, though. Do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. You're going to have ideas if it is. Yeah. yeah. She brings it up, but never does anything about it. Because I think I've told you I'm not allowed to propose. Because she says... <laughs> that if, was it. It wasn't propose, that you couldn't get married. It was that you weren't yeah, allowed to propose. That was propose. it. Because if I propose, <clears throat> she will be so freaked out that she will say no, even if she means yes. <laughs> So she's told me that I'm not allowed. She has to first. But I've told her I'm not going to bloody well wait forever. I probably will. <laughs> I, I actually cannot wait to go to that wedding. I cannot wait to go to that oh, wedding. Oh, yeah. But you could have one oh, of the we'll songs. Have a good dance. Oh, my God. So good. But you could have one of the songs like when you're walking up the aisle. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if there'll be like much of an aisle because I, I personally, I would like to just go and get it done at a registry office. I don't want to spend loads of money on the ceremony. I just want to look stunned mm, and um and you will have a big party with all our loved ones so and me and you can yeah, yeah. choreograph a dance oh my god yes yeah yes a thousand times yes yeah maybe to hold you <gasps> yes oh sean paul so let me give it to him oh it's gonna have to be uh oh god what did i used to say to you oh nobly Jody number two yes absolutely love it i think of that every time that song comes on it's yeah you're welcome it's a gift it's a gift it's good um it keeps on giving i haven't i've only ever so like my first love was when i was like 13 and i was in love with him for Mm. seven years but he moved to another country Mm -hmm. and i was just always way too scared to tell him how i felt and um he was the only person that I've ever danced with or liked who has danced well or whatever. Like the only person I find people dancing, people who can dance are so attractive, but I'm not (laughs) going to lie, within the heterosexual community, rare. Very true. So true. find many straight men who can dance that don't have girlfriends already, that's for sure. Mm. Yeah, they're diamonds in the rough. In a really shallow way, what would you look for in someone? So obviously you'd okay, look for someone, you'd look for, you know, really important things, but also... Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm a really terrible person to ask this question because as you well know, I don't have crushes on people, like, ever. Yeah. Um, Like, I, I don't. And I'm just so... I would be chatting to somebody and then I'd be like, yeah, I want to jump your bones. But it's so rare mm. that I see somebody and I'm just like... I mean, this is a podcast, but die rubbing motion, you know, very Vic Reeves. Um, but we both had a crush on know. someone at one point, but that's because everyone in the world had a crush on them. I was thinking about this person the other day, and yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but that's a long yeah. time ago now. Yeah, and that was very much the, as we mentioned, like emaciated look. Um, 
it was some somebody who doesn't take care of themselves. Mm. Uh, somebody who we know more about them than they know about themselves. Uh, someone with great taste in music, like super fucking hot yeah. and lovely though. Like all those. That things. was the thing. So nice, so nice, and mm. um, it's so rare to find somebody that looked the way they did, but is also a nice person. That I think it was hard not to be absolutely head over heels mm-hmm. with them. So mm-hmm. I think that's why everybody was. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, dancing is one of mine. Like that, that I don't even think about to be honest, because it just isn't even worth pining over because it's so non-existent. But mm-hmm. I mean, actually, no. Like my ex. My ex, who I still is the best person that I've ever met, and probably yeah. maybe will hold that title for all time, and is my one regret in life. Although I've come to terms with it, like they're in a relationship now, and I honestly, like I, I said, that I was happy for a different ex who's got with someone. I was like, yeah, bitter happy. But this person, I'm just like genuinely <laughs> like, if they're with this person and they're happy, like that makes me happy. But yeah, you know, just stuff that you do when you're younger and you can't turn back the past and it's just, it's, yeah. it's a damn old shame. But he was a good dancer. He danced like a sort of a guy from the 70s, which is what I want, being someone that loves the yeah. 70s. And just was the first person on the dance floor. Like, that's what we did all the time. We'd dance in my room together, in our room together, his room. Like, it was just so much fun so I did actually I did have a relationship with someone for a long long time and just but yeah dancing is is so important but a bad thing that I seem to look for I don't look for it but if I hear the sound of a skateboard coming from 0.3 miles yes. away my mm-hmm. vagina just blood that basement yeah floods, floods. yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's like a sponge just soaking up the sound mm. of the skateboard and it's not good, but yeah, fucking how skateboarders just does yeah. it for me. And I never thought that was what I was into. And yet, totally, yeah. it's just uh, wide on central. Oh my yeah. God, absolutely. Yeah, like the the whole of London could walk through my wide on if I hear. If Oh mm-hmm. my God. <laughs> I, but if I... Mind the it. Gap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really good documentary. Have you seen Mind the Gap? I actually haven't. I do need to watch it. You need yeah. to watch it. It's fucking amazing fucking amazing god that work, <laughs> joke worked on so many levels with Lorraine um <laughs> so yeah if I see someone that skateboards on tinder it's swipe right although I did do that years ago and it actually wouldn't matter what the rest of their profile says but now it does matter it's just oh my god long hair as well if a guy has long hair yes. <gasps> um, your mama I'm trying to think I don't think I've ever actually oh well I've never dated a guy with long hair um mm. I did have a one night to Maria with a guy with uh long hair um which oh in my heavy drinking days I I, I didn't even remember it happening it was only mm. because the girls I live with told me they'd heard which is always what you want um Amazing. but apparently what I'd also done is he found out that my middle name one of them was Ariel so he took my guitar and started playing uh, Under the Sea. And apparently that enraged me. I was furious. Um, so once they told me that part of the story, I was like, yeah, the rest probably happened. But yeah, other than him, I don't think I've ever actually been with many boys with long hair. But I, I haven't is, either. Uh, I love. Yeah, so I haven't either. But do you remember? Oh, my God. Yes, you do remember because it came up again recently. So before I moved to where we met, I um right so I was on tinder before I moved there because I was this is when I, I was still oh, not good I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so I matched with this guy and it was one of the <laughs> only people to make me laugh like hysterically like crying with laughter oh my mm-hmm. god and uh Lydia who's going to be on the podcast actually I was at her house when I was having my main chats with him and we were both like on the floor laughing and he was <laughs> oh my god he was like my perfect type perfectly proportioned deep northern yorkshire <laughs> like long hair loads of tattoos but didn't ever really show them do you know what i mean Classy. and yep. very just kind of not quite normcore but very understated clothing 
and mm-hmm. just fuck the first book basically and like a graphic designer <laughs> yeah. and all this stuff um, and then I was just really full on with him like really 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 full on because I was just like this guy's amazing and we hung out loads and then I think his friend killed themselves and I oh. yeah now on reflection It may have been that, that he was just not in a great headspace, but I don't think it was. I think it was because I farted in my sleep and then, right, (laughs) but like bad, because this is when I knew that I couldn't eat things like gluten, but just paid no attention to it. Um, So we just got got a Chinese or a curry or like basically the worst thing that would normally give anyone the little Trumpy pumps. And just I remember (laughs) him going to sleep and me staying up and drinking the the remaining like six cans of Stella. Again, it might have been that on reflection. Um, But he woke (laughs) he, he, he left in the morning and he woke me up and he said something. And to this day, I never know what he said, but it was something like, well, you do. It was like, well, you did. And I was like, you're angry at me. And he kissed me on the forehead and left. And then I had my interview for where we both worked, like the next Mm. day or later on that day or something. And I knew that Mm -hmm. was him gone forever. And then, yeah, we were meant to meet after my interview to go to the Shakespeare exhibition that was on because he was going to take me to it. Never heard from him again. That was my first real experience with ghosting. But then what happened was... Oh, God, yeah. (laughs) I was on Tinder the other week and I matched with a guy who literally looked like his twin, his absolute twin. (laughs) It was like, like, I was like, is that hit with a different name? I can't figure this out. But then I knew it wasn't because this guy was quite boring. Then he said he had a twin. And I was like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? Bearing in mind, this guy lived where I used to live which is down south but his twin guess where his twin lived the same area <laughs> that the first guy lived and I was just like oh for fuck's sake mm-hmm. I've actually matched with your twin I've actually matched with your twin and I said I'm it's wrong. not is it and he was like yeah. which is possible where we lived as well yeah They're like yeah we yeah. always used to say it, it's the smallest world everyone knows everyone and that would so 100% happen yeah, but it wasn't. He was he was having me on, and that was as exciting as the conversation got because it was really really boring. And then I just said, oh, to him, this yeah, isn't working. <laughs> goodbye. Thanks very much for for coming. I certainly didn't. Um, cool. <laughs> so, uh, who's your celebrity crush? Well, as we mentioned, I don't have many crushes, mm-hmm. but one that has been part of my life for such a long time is um, Tom Hanks. <gasps> yes, I love Tom Hanks. I've always loved Tom Hanks mm. and um, I watched a Tom Hanks film yesterday. I watched Apollo 13 and it was great. And um, yeah, I absolutely loved him. I don't know yeah. why some may say he looks like my father. I don't feel that's relevant. <laughs> that's neither here nor there, but I love him. <laughs> oh, what's your favourite Tom Hanks era when he became a father? Uh, I would say probably like mid 90s my favourite film not just of his but of all time and I actually have great taste in film so please don't judge me based upon this fact but um, You've Got Mail is my ultimate favourite film and um, obviously he did like that and Sleepless in Seattle fairly close together Um, I remember getting that that era of him I remember getting that on on video and being really disappointed with it You've Got Mail yeah but it was like when it came out so I was very young yeah. And then I watched it again the other year and I was like, oh no, it's great. It was one of the first DVDs we ever got. I remember the first DVD player that we ever got so distinctly in my mind. Um, I think my mum's grandma, I don't ever remember meeting her, but she must have passed away because my mum got a little bit of money. I think mm. it was like £100. Mm. And um, we went out and part of that money went on our first ever DVD player nice. from Cash Converters. Yeah. <laughs> and we bought three DVDs to watch mm. them. And the ones that we bought were um, You've Got Mail, mm-hmm. Mighty Joe Young, mm. and Ace Ventura Pet Detective. And or it was Oscar only about winning. last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stellar <laughs> movies. They've inspired my taste ever since um and it was only like last year I had to buy a new copy of You've Got Mail I was still watching that old one and it still worked amazing but you made um the most fucking amazing Tom Hanks list of films 
with oh, an amazing yeah. picture of him <laughs> as well in lockdown, didn't you? How many films? Because you were gonna you were gonna watch them all, weren't you? Yeah, I was just thinking about that yesterday when I was watching Apollo 13 because I thought it was a note I'd made in my phone, but I kept seeing this image of Tom Hanks's face badly drawn and I was like, oh, I think I did that in my bullet journal. Um, but because I've moved bullet journals, I'd forgotten about it. Um, mm. I think there was about, I mean, maybe about 60 or something like that. I'm not sure, but um, I actually haven't watched that many. I've probably watched more than a normal same person, mm. but um, I've not made a real dent in the list yet. I yeah. did recently rewatch Splash. Um, oh, I love Splash! Excellent, but creepy oh. as fuck when you watch it back. As oh yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Millennial in twenty twenty. Um, mm. no, yeah, I remember watching that because my... You can't speak. Come back to my house. Yeah. Come back to my house, and uh, we'll have some sex, and uh-huh. um, then you can learn how to speak. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is creepy. My dad had. Um... A, a manual which had all of the um I don't know if manual's the correct term menu a list he had a list of films <laughs> but it was like yeah. laminated in a book that he'd made of all Cute. of his favorite films right and the top of the stairs there was just this stack of uh, VHSs that he'd recorded off the TV and um they were all like numbered and had and he would and he'd give me the list like on a Sunday and I'd go through it and he'd like suggest films that I might like so he'd put a sticker that would be you know like have the U certificate and things like that and <laughs> Splash was one of them Splash was one of the films Aww. yeah yeah I really remember That's such that a cute lovely idea I love that yeah and the Lion the Witch and the Wardrobe the BBC one because I used to love all the oh, Narnia yeah. stuff yeah really really mm-hmm. good really really good what's your like what's your worst date scenario like if someone suggested somewhere to go where would you just think no thank you very much um so I would definitely say Nando's um <laughs> because I feel like if you Nando's? I don't you know um I feel like if you ask me to go to Nando's mm. That gives me the impression I am one in a long list of mm. um, beautiful conquests of yours. Sure. I feel like you, you know what you're about, son. You've probably got a regular um, mm. order, that is. Mm. And, well. um, you, <laughs> and you know that you can go in and get something fairly cheap. And, um, you're and that ain't me. You're taking me out for a meal. Um, yeah, you're technically taking me to a restaurant, I guess. But um, it's a stretch. Yeah. And more so than that... My absolute nightmare would be to be taken on a date with your family. What? So, with your family. So, like, if... And I'm saying this because this has kind of happened to me. I was going to say, this doesn't just come out of the blue. Like, that's not Uh -uh. something that's usually put on offer. So, we can either, you know, go to a bar or you can meet my (laughs) nana. Oh, Nana was involved. I will tell you the tale. Okay. So, actually, I was kind of seeing this guy. It had been a Tinder thing, and then it had been a met up at a gig thing. I think it was at, like, do you remember, like, uh, I think it was, like, Temple of Boom, it was called, or something like that. Ditty old, um, like, I love that we're, like, being really covert about where we live. We used to live in Leeds, because we're saying all these places. (laughs) Why are we like? I don't want to Leeds say where I live now, sick. but yeah, like we, we still live in Leeds. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so we're at Temple of Doom and um, bumped into him. I was at the gig with my brother and one of his like old schoolmates, and I just totally once we got chatting, I just like sacked them off. I feel mm. I was an asshole, mm. and um, we that led to him staying over and. Then I think it was like the day after the next day, we were like, let's do something. Mm. And he said, like, let's go and pop a date and what do you want to do? And I was like, I'm not sure. And he, oh, I think I said, what do you want to do? And he was like, don't worry, I've got it all taken care of, which I was absolutely not used to. And I thought, mm. oh, how romantic. He's yeah. going to plan everything. It's going to be amazing. Mm. And you know what? It was to a point. Hmm. so we went and we got the train um and he planned all the times and everything he paid the tickets and we went to Hebden Bridge which is amazing I love Hebden Bridge and from there that's where all the hippies and and all the lesbians live isn't it hippies and lesbians is 100% lesbian capital um I've been there since um when I was back with my girlfriend and had a much gayer experience and it was much better 
Um, but yeah, we went and we had, it was the, the hottest day of the year. It was absolutely scorching. Mm. And we went and sat in pub beer gardens and had a drink here and a drink there. And then we got this bus up to a little village somewhere mm. that you then walked from the bus to this graveyard and we yeah. found uh, Sylvia Plath. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. yeah. See you yeah. in heaven. Um, yeah. So boiling hot day, two goths on a day <laughs> at Sylvia Plath's grave. Yeah. So we obviously took some pictures on my Insta. It's quite an image. And, I'm glad you um, captured it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And then we went back and carried on drinking and smoking and having a great time. Are these and pictures still on we, your Instagram? Almost definitely. Yes. Right, almost definitely. Yeah. And I can't remember how it came about exactly, but we were going back to the train station, I guess. And I seem to remember him just being like, oh, my nans is near here. They can pick us up and give us a lift back. And at the time, I was kind of like, what? Um, we, no, that's, no, there's no need. And him being like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. They don't mind. They don't mind. Um, so apparently that's what we did. I can't remember exactly, but I do remember that we were at this, we must have got picked up by his mum and his nan, what? who took us to this weird pub in the middle of nowhere. Um, and then we went to the chippy. On, this is the most no, northern no, date I've ever heard of in my entire oh, it was, life. It was. We went to um Asda at one point <laughs> to get more booze because clearly we weren't fucked enough. Sure. And I remember going into the photo booth and um him like trying to finger me in the photo booth. And I was just like, we're literally <laughs> What with his nana and mum outside? Yes! Oh god, it was awful. And then we eventually got away from his nan and his mum. And God help me, I saw him again. I saw him again and <gasps> mum gave me a lift as I was moving house with like a, a car what? full of stuff. Again, I remember being like, no, not necessary. But he was like, no, she won't mind. She won't mind. So he came and picked us up to take us to where I was moving house to and wait, just like wait, brought wait. a car load of So were you still seeing him when you moved house? I guess so, yeah. I think this must have been, like, right when I was moving house. So the time everyone moves and leaves is, like, end of June, beginning of July, isn't it? So I think it must have been, like, over those few days of, like, house moving. Isn't it great when um, you just it, look back and you're like, missed that red flag, didn't I? Didn't, didn't yeah. pay attention to that one. <laughs> Did not pay attention to that oh, one at all. Oh, there were so many red flags in that, in that yeah. short-lived remand. Speaking um, of which... Mm. What are your red flags that I should look out for? Oh, um, I would say probably jealousy, mm-hmm. um, unwarranted jealousy. Mm. So it was on our first date. If you started talking about somebody and mentioned their name twice, you might see like little micro reactions mm. in me that would would be a red flag. That but like, is that oh, this person probably doesn't want to hear about that. Perceiving a red flag yourself. Like, why are they mentioning this person so much on a first date? I mean, yes and no. Um, I <laughs> no, think just I'm just actually quite else. a jealous person. Yeah, yeah, fair, <laughs> fair, 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 fair. <laughs> Definitely, I'd look out for that. Um, maybe look out for, I mean, if we start on a date, probably look out for just me being a sweaty bastard, just being really warm and sweaty. Like, I wouldn't want to be on a date with me and somewhere warm because I wouldn't find that attractive. Right. So I would look out for that because that would be a precursor to lots of sweaty days and nights ahead of us. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I would definitely suggest that's a red flag. Yeah. Or just a little kind of an amuse bouche of what's to come. <laughs> um. So that's something to watch out for with you. But what is your best feature or features? I'm not sure. I'm having a very kind of like uh, a week of feeling crappy about myself yesterday I was actually saying to Phoebe like am I a bad person am I selfish and and just thinking all these shitty things Mm. so I'm not in the best place to say but Mm. she said to me that I'm a good friend and that I'm quite kind which was nice yeah um I think I because I perceive myself as being somebody who's been quite ungrateful and quite selfish in the past in my life I think I kind of like try and counteract that by being quite generous so I do think I'm somebody that will always like be like oh no I'll get this oh I'll get this oh I'll I'll grab that Uh, thing 
yeah I think so and also like if I see something that reminds me of you I will buy it and I will give it to you yeah. for absolutely no reason yeah, yeah, um yeah. so yeah I think they're probably some of my best qualities um mm. obviously also amazing in bed well, yeah obviously. if we're talking dating goes without saying obviously goes without saying I mean I know everybody thinks it but you but actually with me, are. it's true yeah yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. Yeah. I think that um, <laughs> with the uh, got a certificate with the the, <laughs> the like the money B Tech <laughs> <laughs> National Diploma <laughs> in Sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think with the money the stuff, <laughs> it's um, yeah, it's interesting because I've noticed that I um it's more like a codependent thing that I do where I just think I'm not enough. So I give and I give and I give and I give. So I've had to watch yeah. that, but it definitely comes from a place of, I think I'm always just living in guilt because I did a lot of bad stuff for a long, long time and still do, yeah. you know, like we all do, but just on a, on a much smaller scale or I, or I, I'm more, I think I'm better at, I don't know. I've become aware of them quicker perhaps these traits and then change mm. them but there is this constant i'm a bad person i need to make up for stuff that goes on and i think that's part and i do think that's part of it is is and because i was such a fucking you know i used to like i'd steal from people be a massive fucking just skanky bastard and just like turn up to stuff and expect to be paid for or and just never because i didn't prioritize my money because everything went on alcohol so I never had any money. So now mm. it's like it's like this ongoing amends, which I don't know whether it's a good or a bad thing. But it sounds like you might be a little bit similar with just yeah. sort of trying to counteract stuff. Yeah, definitely. I don't. I think with me, I don't think it's necessarily that it's like I'd, I'd agree. Like it's guilt for me, but I think it's less in the sense of making up for things I've done that I perceive as bad, and more as making up for a lacking that I perceive in myself, mm. like a kind of. I've definitely been listening to too much Smith because all that's in my head is, you know, I'm unlovable. You don't have to tell me. Um, but yeah, I think um, I, for me, I do think it's uh, perceiving myself as somehow being lacking and mm. therefore like having to make up for that to make people want to stick around, I guess. Mm. Um, I mean, it sounds like a lot of abandonment issues when you verbalize it. Same. Um, but yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. So, I think uh, it's actually. <laughs> completely fascinating that we um so I, I had a certain set of behaviors that were that were my personality for a lot you know for years and years and years but I mm. you know you saw kind of the tail end of that but thankfully you've you've known me more in kind of than you me I guess um yeah I guess I have now yeah but I still carry around this this assumption of other people's perception of me so everyone views me as how I used to be and that's even new people that I meet I think so I almost then show up with this crazy wild um not got my shit together oh yeah I'm on laser I'm doing this I'm doing that la, 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 la. and I noticed that when I did stand up that's kind of what I would that was almost my stage persona so it's almost like I, I, I feel like I still put it out there to the world, even though that's not really me. And like my, you know, my my close friends and my family would say, well, the, you, but the, you aren't like this. This isn't you anymore. But I still feel that that's how I'm viewed. Or if I haven't seen someone for years and I even mention that I've been on a date, I'm like, oh, I don't want to say that in front of them because they'll probably think it was really unhealthy dating because that's what I always used to do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. so what is your ideal first date scenario not with a nana i'm assuming <laughs> yeah definitely leave your nan at home hmm. um i would say i would love it if somebody wanted to take me on a date to like an art gallery hmm, um yeah. to kind of like assume that we've already had lunch so it'd be like a mid-afternoon kind of situation hmm um so we can walk around the gallery kind of getting to know each other through kind of well that's a bit shit isn't it or um <laughs> you know oh I could do that yeah, um yeah. and kind of take the piss out of each other a little bit yeah. um and then move on from there to a cute little bar like a dive bar to have some drinks yes but also to be like 
playing games and they'd be totally cool with playing games. Me, like playing cards, playing like chess or whatever. This is like my just like go home and get a takeaway. I love that. That's great. Like I've actually had that date a couple of times thinking about it, and it is just the best. Yeah, Mm -hmm. the ones where you meet them in the afternoon, and then you just don't want to stop, so you just keep going and doing the next thing. That's why I like starting off in bars because you just got the world is your oyster. You can do that any time of the day. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean that date that I described, it pretty much is just like my date days with Phoebe's, which is just a lovely thing. that's why we're still together like Love. one of the nicer things that we do is like go out for lunch on a Saturday and um we've got a few spots where we live now even though we fucking hate the place it's <laughs> um we've got a few spots that we know that are actually all right and we'll go out get some lunch and like have a read and then like we love then going to this bar that has a pool table and playing pool obviously this is all pre-covid um yeah going and having some drinks and playing cards and then I remember one time like we'd done all that we'd had a great time and then we came back and we had some more drinks and just like listened to records and had like a two-person dance party in the dining room you, this and is, we just oh bought God. this like Spice Girls record and we were just yes. dancing to this Spice Girls record and having the time of our lives and that's why we're still together because we still do shit like that and so far does you and I are the most compatible like this is I would yeah <laughs> I would go on this date with you 100 yeah. but I think that's what's so amazing about you guys is you really do prioritize time together and it, you you carve out time and make it special so you were always mm-hmm. going on like weekends away or yeah mm-hmm. if you had a Saturday together it wouldn't always just be you know chilling in front of the telly it'd be let's go out let's do this let's go for lunch and do exactly all the things that you're saying and I think that just keeps the relationship like alive and fresh and exciting absolutely I think it's um it stems from us being long distance for a while so Mm, we did about a year long distance after um Phoebe graduated from uni Mm. and I (laughs) dropped out um yeah I know I'm gonna have to stop saying when people tell me I've uh when I get something right I usually go well I do have two thirds of an English degree but now I'm gonna have to stop saying that because at some point I will actually have a degree and you can still say I've got three thirds of an English degree now yeah (laughs) I do have an English degree um but yeah so she went back and lived with her family and that was when we were apart and then when we got back together we would we were long distance for about a year and it was really hard like I'm not gonna lie and long distance is the worst but we would make time to do something special when we saw each other so we would have like Phoebe and Dorothy days and we like went to like plays went yeah ballet we went to the ballet one time we would always go like bowling or like we would go out to a different city and it was so great for our relationship I think that like kept us going so Mm. it's really nice that it's something we've kind of continued with yeah definitely now we live together yeah no that's great I love it what's been your best first date ever um I'm gonna have I mean I'm being so like schmaltzy but I'm gonna have to say probably my first date with Phoebe's because we'd been kind that's, of like I think that's a good thing though because if that's the person you're in a yeah, relationship with so. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah especially if they're we've going to like listen to the though. episode I think it's probably best that you do yeah say the, yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah after talking about all the stories as well my god because she is fuming that I went to Sylvia Plath's grave with somebody <laughs> else and even more fuming that it was a boy like that it was a boy oh, who tried to finger you in a photo booth while his nan was outside well i'm not sure she ever knew that part of the story so um hi Phoebs. thanks for yeah i might uh... lovely <laughs> <laughs> i think you're gonna edit this and then i'm gonna have to further edit it as like a phoebe seasonal <laughs> version um but I'll yeah so two we, versions we like, for you that's it please <laughs> um We've been seeing each other, but like not putting a label on it on her request for a long mm. time. She also had some commitment issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so she really did not want to be in a relationship, even though we were basically doing everything that means you are in a relationship. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, my God. So we ended up going on like what we would consider a date. And I mean, it's funny now because about six to eight of our friends were there <laughs> but at least it wasn't her nan um, yeah. were they your friends so, at the time yeah. 
yeah so they were all people that Phoebe lived with but mm. they ended up being really close friends of mine too and eventually I did live with some of them when she moved home so they are still like some of our best mates now um but we ended up going to the cinema and we went to see um Reservoir Dogs which yes. Phoebe loves because I think she thinks like that was a really cool first date and you know what it was <laughs> and um after that we were walking back nothing says romance like home. a man cutting off another man's ear honestly it does it for me every time sure, um so <laughs> we were walking back to where they all live probably with like a crate and some weed or something stupid and it had snowed and it was like thick snow so we were kind of trudging through the snow and we were kind of hanging back and mm. the lads ahead of us were like you know having a snowball fight and I just remember her kind of like speaking to me and just being like Dorothy and I was like yeah and she's like will you be my girlfriend Aww. and it was just like of course I will and um that was that so yeah that was probably the nicest first day I had it was really lovely oh that's amazing I think only to be yeah, trumped by when she proposes because it'd be like that but on a grander scale Ugh. yeah good when. luck with that so next question yeah <laughs> oh, do you God. have a most embarrassing date story so I I have asked this to people a few times whilst on a date I've said what's the most embarrassing date that you've that you've ever had um I mean not technically a date I guess but um I was out with a mate once um a guy who was quite a bit older than me and we bumped into a couple of people he'd known since like school and we're in one of those tiny little bars down that street in Leeds that I don't know the name of the street but it's called like Celebar and stuff like that um and um yeah we were there and I'd never been before and I was absolutely fucked (laughs) and I remember like I ended up talking to one of these guys and my mate was talking to the other one and apparently he was chatting to this guy and he was like, oh, your mate's getting on with so-and-so. Um, I think they're, you know, getting up, they're really getting on. And my mate was just like, oh, no, she's a lesbian. And turned around to find us, like, fucking, you know, uvula deep in each other's mouth. <laughs> um, so that was Oh, I bet he felt like a fucking rock star then when he'd heard that you are a lesbian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think he was just kind of like, oh. Um, but that was interesting. And um, I seem to remember, God, I was so young and I seem to remember just like going up to the bathroom and I had a habit of doing this. And I remember doing it in my younger days a lot and I don't know why, but <laughs> I took my bra off yeah. and left it in the toilet and then went back down <laughs> because I guess I thought I was more alluring without a bra or maybe I thought the bra wasn't particularly sexy what if you saw it what so you just but, left um, it in the toilet I left it I just left it and I've done that so many times in my life mainly in um like Hansel and Gretel with bras honestly just... yeah find me by the trail of left how underwear how much money do you have oh these were like well to be honest I was going to say Primark bras but throwback it was probably La Senza oh, do you remember La Senza yeah. yes I do yeah well you felt really grown up when you went to La Senza and had like a little bag well this proper, this says like, nice one you could use for PE the state of my knicker drawer I still have La Senza knickers in there in my in my knicker drawer wow. some of my knickers are about <laughs> 10 years old I'm not even fucking joking like my my ex just just would fucking hold his head in his hands because I have this one pair of knickers that I refuse to throw away because it became a joke and they're beige <laughs> and all the elastic's gone so literally it looks like I'm just walking <laughs> around you know when you get sand in your knickers at the beach like they ha- it hangs <laughs> that low and it just looks beige oh so it just looks like I've got like a saggy granny ass. um so they're I refuse to throw them out now because I think they're fucking hilarious but I wouldn't have bought yeah. any of the Lacenza ones myself I do seem to have quite a collection of underwear that like isn't mine like my favorite bra I just found it and I asked about five of my mates is this your bra because you know me I don't own bras I've got it's my second yeah. bra that I have one that my sister made me get because she was embarrassed of me exposing myself in public <laughs> well she she bought for me for Christmas and um, but yeah I just I have quite a few pairs of knickers and stuff that they're not mine I probably have a pair of your knickers after living with you but I don't ever go in my knicker drawer that deeply so the stuff That's in true. there they could just be hanging out yeah, mm. God knows what. But I have so many knickers, I wouldn't know. 
You could have 12 pairs of mine and I just wouldn't know. Well, apparently so. Because you can just throw away underwear wherever you go (laughs) willy-nilly. Just to clarify, I haven't done that in probably about, like, eight years. eight years? Yeah, Um, interesting. How long have you been in a relationship for? I don't care to comment on that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, yeah, I remember when I was, like, first going out, I used to do it a lot. Um, in Medicine Bar in Middlesbrough, me and my friends used to go to this night called Creeps, which I, God, I would probably stick out like a sore thumb if I went there now, but we were like the crew that went there every week. Love. And I just used to do it all the time. But it's because I am the same as you, and I will just hang on to things for years and years and years. And unfortunately, I have to wear a bra, mm. otherwise I'll graze my knees yeah. with my breasts. So I have always had to have bras and loads and loads and loads of them because I would just never get rid of them. So they mm. would I would have one that had never fit for about six years. I remember the first bra I ever got was a present from my cousin's grandma, Harkins. And um I got it for Christmas and it was like a matching set. It was like black cotton yeah. with do you remember that glitter they would put on the edging of stuff in the 90s uh, yes, like I glitter do. glue yes I it do. was like bluey green around the yeah. edge of the bra yeah. and around the edge of the pants and I must still had that bra that I must have got it when I was like less than 10 because early developer but <laughs> I still had it legit when I was maybe like 14 15 yeah I would keep that shit because I would think it made my tits look amazing mm-hmm. because it didn't fit it didn't yeah fit. just crushed your and, breasts um, yeah and I still have that issue now but I feel like I've turned a real corner because this mm. is perfect timing to talk about it I cleared out my underwear drawer two days ago and I got rid of like anything that didn't it. fit mm-hmm. anything that didn't fit anything that had a hole in it mm. anything so mm. I can actually see what's going on now and nice. I only have four bras in there and they're all are the right size and two of them I even find comfortable oh well, that's so good go. yeah I right? have I have I have actually got rid of like when I whenever I move house which is every two weeks I do get rid of my <laughs> underwear and socks and stuff and get new ones but I still seem to have loads of underwear that's that's about 20 years old but if it ain't broke <laughs> you know right and even and if it is broke, yeah I was gonna say some of it is. <laughs> Oh, what's your what's your best feature aesthetically that you have? In myself? Yeah. Okay, good, because that's what I thought about um, before this podcast, and then I was like, I hope you ask about it. Um, <laughs> it is. It is my back. I think that I have a very nice back. Oh, There's not very much to like about myself, but I really like my back. That's why it was so frustrating when I had a shaved head, because I thought, well, no one's going to want to do me from behind and mm. not going to see my lovely back because there's no hair to grab onto and I just uh, look like a bald man so that was frustrating but I have hair now mm-hmm. and I got a jumper the other day that exposes my back oh so I would yeah say... and it reminded me how much I love it but why why get a jumper with an exposed back why get half a jumper like jumpers are meant to keep you warm that's true but the jumper in question is the one I was telling you about, which is the one that I manifested. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tell everyone about your Wish William, what are that? Williams Wish Wellington's experience. Literally, it okay. was like, do you know, have you ever read the books, Flossy, the Flossy Tea Cake books? Flossy Tea Cake wins the lottery. No. Like, so Flossy no. Tea Cake was this little girl and she found this, I think it was her sister Bella's, fur coat from a charity shop and it basically made her into teenage amazing girl and when you were telling me your story I was like oh my god it's like flossy tea cake so yeah tell me <laughs> tell me about your story oh, I love that um so basically there's this coffee shop that we go to that's super chill and I'd never been there before so we went and we were having some coffee and as we walked over I spotted this charity shop and I don't know why but I just felt like I needed to go in and um, I just kind of we were sat chatting and reading and I just kept like looking out the window and staring at this chaser. Mm. And then I said to I said to Phoebe that this girl on the table next to us had this really nice jumper. It was like pastel pink, um, kind of a thick knit, um, really, really nice. And um, I just commented on it and she was like, oh, yeah, that's really nice. So we're kind of like 
just watching mm. everyone and seeing what was nice. And then I was like, I'm going to have to go to this travel. So I said, I'm just going to nip over. Mm-hmm. And I walked in. And the first thing I spotted was an almost identical pastel pink jumper. Um, in my size, which, um, um, I mean, I'm a larger lady, larger than life, um, you might say. In the and we do both often break into song in real life so this is just time. a fair representation of our personality and what it'd be like on a date with us we would actually just start singing all the time yeah half um, the date with me is like half 100%. the date with Ronan Keating for sure <laughs> 100%. Oh god, I love Ronnie Keaton. Um, okay, so yeah, I spotted this gym, but obviously I had to get it. And then I was telling you about this charity shop because also I I picked up like four things there and it was amazing. Um, we went back to the coffee shop a couple of days later, mm-hmm. and again, but I didn't verbalize this, I spotted this girl with this lovely jumper, different girl to specify because you I know, the same girl. I the same girl. <laughs> I was so disappointed. Oh. No, when I reread my messages, I was like, it definitely reads like that. Um, but let's just say it's well, the same just, girl. Let's just say it's the same girl. <laughs> so okay. you were in exactly the same t- coffee shop mm-hmm. and at exactly the same table. There was sat the exact same girl Ooh. in another fabulous <laughs> jumper. And it was like the back of it was like it had been twisted. It was like a knot. So you could kind of see a little bit of the back of the top. Yeah. yeah, and a little bit of the back of the bottom. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that's unique. I've not seen a jumper like that before. That's really pretty. And um, we went off to go to another coffee shop. And on the way, um, there was this charity shop that I've been in before. And I was like, I'm just going to nip in while you go to the bank or whatever. Different charity so shop. So I nipped in. Different charity shop. Yeah, different charity shop. And I find a jumper in exactly that style no. in my size no. for three British pounds in a gorgeous like mustard jello colour. Obviously I bought it. So I just felt like I was like magically manifesting the jumpers of my dreams. Like I can see somebody wearing a jumper mm-hmm. and then I can find that jumper in a charity shop. That apparently twice. is my superpower. Twice. Twice. But I twice. said that's um, basically because I, I I I was curious as to whether or not that was just um someone advertising what they were selling in the shop because <laughs> that's a very good way to market your clothes just to go it to is, a, yeah. a shop like a shop next door or a cafe you just sit in all of your shop's garments show off in them yeah. look fabulous and then draw people in but no that's actually mad and that means that magic exists in the world absolutely 100 but yeah that was the jumper that um i bought and yes it's a jumper why would you want it to be exposed but it's one of those situations that makes me feel like kind of like a 1940s woman that's like, oh, you can see a bit of my ankle, you sassy yes. wench. Um, yes. And it's like, oh, you can see just like a little bit of my back. And <laughs> if I lean over like this, you'll see I've got a tattoo there. What? Crazy. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of like the sexiness of uh, less is more, which, as you know, in my younger bra leaving days, uh, I did not believe in. But as I get older, I suppose less is more. And, and yeah. I might just show you my back on this uh, on this date. Ooh, now we're talking. Oh, ow. <laughs> I was going to say back is like a proper copper answer, but the guy who I fell in love with, my first love, who did not yeah. love me back, but it's because I never <laughs> told him. Um, <laughs> he had an amazing back. Yeah. he'd always ask me to massage it and I would because I was just like yes okay I'll do anything for you <laughs> ah young love mm. ah young love indeed mm. so Miss Dorothy Lorraine will our platonic love blossom into romance will our shared dating trauma set the scene for a one night stand or are you simply gonna ghost me after discovering way too much information I think, as you said, we are actually like unbelievably compatible. Yeah. And I think had we met in a world in which you were interested in women mm-hmm. and in which I wasn't in a very long term relationship. Yes, yes. Um, mm. we very well could have fallen in love. Yes. So I think that our relationship would absolutely blossom 
mm. and become something very, very long and very, very deep. Oh, until, that's how I like it. Until him. our individual, uh, I don't know, I guess narcissistic traits, but that's not the word I'm trying to think of. But um, our individual kind of like narcissistic traits and um, little bugbears got too much for us. And we had a huge blowout. And yeah. then, you know, that's it. That's it. And then just silently, once more, there's you handing my asshole back to me <laughs> to take and hang on my own wall yeah. in my own little sad little flat That's after it. we've broken up. I think I like that. It's very poetic. And um, maybe de- the only difference would be that it'd be a picture of both of our assholes. Oh my God, I love that. I love that. And we'd split it. Oof. <laughs> Again, something I look for. <laughs> <laughs> oh no I love that Doz thank you so much for coming on it's been such a treat to see you after years (laughs) even though we talk all the fucking time um Mm. and yeah I'd absolutely date you too 100% my pleasure (laughs) oh I will pop a lovely little picture of Dorothy on Instagram and you will be able to find her on there so you can go to her social media and check out the graveyard picture. Ah, oh, thank you. Yes, lovely to be. Well, thank you for asking me. It's honestly my pleasure. Oh. Friendship and podcast. What better thing can you have? I don't know. Mozzarella, probably. Mozzarella. Ella. Ella. Eh, eh, eh. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Thanks so much, everyone. Really, really, really appreciate you listening. Please go and follow the podcast on Spotify. And if you could download it to listen to, that would be amazing. As apparently it's very important. I obviously have no idea how that works, but it, it is. Um, and again, huge thanks to Digit Music, the award-winning, socially motivated arts education organisation who made my tune, my tune for life and potentially my new funeral song. Go and follow them at digit underscore music on Instagram and I'll be seeing you, no I won't be seeing you for fuck's sake every time you'll be hearing from me in a week's time.